major systems that were used to cast their ballots last week. The company is called Dominion Voting. It's used in 28 states, as reported by JustTheNews.com and John Solomon. Several days ago, Dominion came under heavy fire after allegations that their machines caused thousands of votes in one Michigan county to be switched from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Take a look. In Antrim County, ballots were counted for Democrats that were meant for Republicans, causing a 6,000-vote swing against our candidates. The county clerk came forward and said tabulating software glitched and caused a miscalculation of the votes. Since then, we have now discovered that 47 counties use this same software in the same capacity. Antrim County had to hand count all of the ballots, and these counties that use this software need to closely examine their results for similar discrepancies. Now, tonight we did reach out to Dominion, and they are claiming that this was caused by a human error, had nothing to do with their operating system, but... According to several reports, they may be, there may be a lot more to the story. For example, back in June, during Georgia's primary, there were a lot of serious issues surrounding the state's Dominion voting machines. According to the New York Times, quote, in some cases, the new machines required too much extra power for aging polling locations, blowing fuses, and never powering on. In others, workers who were still being trained just days before the election, they struggled with the setup. And the Times goes on to write, quote, the electronic poll books also knew were plagued by freezing software and user error. Now, keep in mind, during the presidential election, Dominion voting machines, they were used in all of Georgia's 159 counties. And as we all know, that is a state with a razor-thin margin. So the question must be asked, by the way, don't expect the media mob to ever ask it, are Dominion systems prone to human error? 72 million Americans are trying to control your country. You must get out and vote tomorrow for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. With your help, we're going to continue our mission to save America, and we're going to continue our mission of America first. It's very simple. We didn't have any problems. Nobody was fighting. And honestly, I just don't think there was that many people out there that were fighting because it's the same type of folks. The next thing you know, all of a sudden you got people storming the Capitol, which they're trying to do the thing in Michigan, which it wasn't about that at all. It was a totally different atmosphere. And at the same time, too, um, I can't believe the Secret Service and all the security that should have been there on the premises, let it get that far. Kind of strange. And as usual, people are actually now being arrested, and I'm sure the real thing is going to come to light. No, absolutely. Whenever they do their uh, media talk, it's very interesting on how they talk. I mean, I wonder if they would show that much respect to the other presidents like that. Certainly not, I'm sure. And that's the whole thing that we're forgetting here is like, love him or hate him, he still is the president of the United States. And he's not a TV reality star. So, you know, it's like, yeah, if he's a TV reality star, then you can go off on a guy, but he's not, you know. It's just certain protocol. And in fact, the news shouldn't even be taking a side anyways. It's like, 
Like I said, it's freedom of the press. It's almost it's revolting. Oh, good. Sounds good. I'll have to check it out and listen to it. Yeah, and then once again, it's the news media who is basically really seditious in the whole thing by calling out. Yeah, isn't that nice that they can just shut people down like that? And they were actually set up under Article 230 that they can't really do that kind of stuff. And really, what was he doing? Telling people not to fight? Make sure there's peace across the land? And that he was stepping down before the 20th? Yeah, that's the media. They love that. You know, they instill that fear. And you're right. You're not going to be able to talk. There's no freedom. There's no First Amendment. There's definitely no uh, freedom in the press because obviously they run it and they're going to tell you exactly what they want to tell you, which they've been doing for the last four years and probably forever, actually. We just didn't recognize it till now. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm going to probably just jump off Facebook myself. It sucks because I'm I'm running all kinds of businesses through it, so it's like one of those things, you know. But I think, honestly, I think at the end of the day, they're going to probably be shutting Facebook down and they're going to be opening up something else. So, And like I said, a lot of stuff's all connected anyways. Like this WhatsApp is, yeah, I know I'm connected. They're all, you know, in on it. So it's not like you can escape one for the other. Even the so-called parlor is owned by somebody, you know. Who knows, maybe it's owned by the government. But anyways, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, 13 days to go here, and this is just the beginning of it. And you can imagine how this is going to be an Internet war with everybody once they uh, really start to make some big moves here in the next couple of days. I'm not sure if you saw the article or not. Oh, I did tell you about it. That's right, out of Italy. They confirmed all that stuff, though. So, once again, that's when they're going to be uh, probably instilling the military and then going to the next level of the whole thing where um, the election was totally fraud. There was uh, definitely interference between other countries. It's a proven fact now, and uh, it's going to get interesting. But I just can't imagine Facebook, oh my gosh, like I said, I don't even want to look at it. I mean, like I said, my thing is, is I'm on there because of business, but I might just I might just fade off into another character or something, you know, and just not really, I mean, just stick to you know, my other one and just do my thing and pop in every so often. But for the most part, I really ain't Facebooking anyways. I'm usually just posting. My stuff is usually just sharing stuff from other people's information. But it is interesting, like I said, um, what they're doing right now and how far they've taken it against the law and what they've actually um, done. Honestly, um, I don't have any problem with seeing these guys getting snapped up for this whole situation, literally, because they are going against the government and they have laws that were set up. So they can at least arrest them on some basic stuff. I know that. So you might see Mr. Zuckerberg and Mr. Uh, Dorsey in uh, cuffs. Yeah, it's quite an interesting little thing, man. I'm watching some of the video. My uh, One of my guys was out there videotaping some stuff, and uh, it's quite interesting, you know. So... Oh, man, he did great. Um, he was out there, and he just got a lot of, you know in the crowd footage and you know he says it was real p- 
peaceful, you know. And also, too, when you go to a lot of these things, it's really godlike because, uh, you know, it, it just is, you know. Even what I covered, you know, um, prayer after prayer after prayer, you know. Um, and then we had, uh, and, then, and then the story changes, you know. So I come back home, like after the event, and all of a sudden they make it sound like there was this big riot at the at the Capitol, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I, you know, what happened, what went down? Because I left the place and it was only like 30 minutes and it was going to close down anyways, but it's just people turning things around. So he, uh, he got some really good footage. I just kind of hit him up. Um, he had asked me to go, but I'm like, I just, I couldn't get out of town at the last minute. So... I figured I'd let him go, and I was able to cover the Capitol here, and there was nobody there. I mean, there was just a couple couple news people. It looked like, I guess one of the guys actually got a picture of us. He was from the uh, Free Press. So <laughs> somewhere I'll have a picture of me in this mask. It's kind of interesting. And then um, with that being said, uh, you know, I tried to cover it for what it was, and I uh, got some really good quality footage. Now, he actually got out to Washington, D.C., so he was filming a whole bunch of footage out there. He actually got inside the Capitol, and, uh, which is kind of interesting that people were just allowed to get in there. Oddly enough, um, you know, I think people are still allowed in the Capitol itself uh, in any type of debate or anything like that, but obviously because of the high intensity of the whole thing. It didn't go down like that, which again leads me to wonder why there wasn't, you know, all this top-notch security. Why did they breach this? Where did they go like that? You know, it's like so. It's interesting. Now, QAnon is basically not even about the whole tech thing. They're so underground; it's unbelievable. I mean, you'll have sites that'll pick up their links and stuff like that, or some of the stuff that's going on and put it out there, but it's just a whole different little level of things going on. In fact, like I said, honestly, QAnon is basically Facebook with all the fancy buttons. That's the way it should be, but nobody would stay on Facebook because it's too, you know, you just unless you're into it, you just don't know where the heck you're going. It's just, it really is more of a tech kind of thing, you know? I think it'll always um, be around, but I think it's time that they're going to be breaking up Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, the time has come. They're just way too big, and they have just too much power. I mean, look at it now. I mean, it's, I'm going to tell you right now. Facebook and Twitter are both a CIA op. You know, that's it. That's all they are. There's a total CIA op, and they've been collecting information for years. Snowden came out. He talked about it. You know, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, and it needs to be broken up and it needs to be certain things need to be put in place. I don't think they should get rid of uh, Article 230. I think they should update it or make sure they uh, are, you know, are guided by the laws, you know, that it's about. And I will say, like, you know, a lot of people have been really kind of warning them, letting them know today is like, you know, Things are going to get a little loopy, man. They may be shutting the whole thing down. I've heard words, too, that they have their own servers. So if the Internet does go down, they're going to put that into place. But mind you, if they take it all out at one time, it's going to be hard to put it all back up at one time. Um, 
I just tell people, you know, we live before Facebook, we can live again, you don't have to worry about that. My main thing is the infrastructure of, you know, you know, electrical and gas and water, and obviously a lot of people working through credit card systems and everything like that. That's where, you know, you don't want to go into your digital coin. Um, I took all my money out of the bank. So you got everybody who's living on digital currency, well, look what they can do. They can shut everything down and there goes your digital currency. You'll be like, okay, well, I'm stuck. So that's why cash is still king. There's a mole right at the top of the circus. It's been there for years. I need you to do something. You'll have to assume they're watching. Things aren't always what they seem. Moscow planted the mole. It is one of five men. He killed our man in Istanbul. Now's the time.